Kevin, we've done it. We've made it all the way to Friday. We've made it to the 1st of March, and it's raining and snowing outside. Welcome aboard. Dave Schumacher. Here's Zach's on the other end. Zach, how was your drive in? Slick ice on the roads? Or it what, was, uh, no, it wasn't slick, but I left the house. My drive's, I don't know, between 20, 25 minutes, and left the house. It was sleeting. I got to 270, and it was raining, mm-hmm. and I got to Maryland Heights, and it was snowing. Hmm. So it is all over the place right now. Well, Pete from uh, Fenton's reporting in as of 430, got .02 out of the rain bucket uh, and starting to snow. Now it's raining here. It's just it's just raining. Was Well, 20 minutes ago it was raining. It may be snowing out there now, but it was, it was raining uh, when I headed to the bunker. So, uh, yes, yeah, so you might run into a little bit. Of, was it supposed to rain? Uh, yeah, we had, we had a chance, but I think over yes, starting yesterday afternoon and um, overnight, the chances obviously jumped up. But yeah, there was a slight right. possibility yesterday morning, and then I mean the radar is a mess right now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's like I mean it's yeah, it's pink and a little bit of blue, a little bit of green. It's it's kind of scattered right now, so kind of yeah. depends on where you're at. Boy, what about that Texas deal? That fire, that fire, those fires in Texas. Whew, yeah, man. They those whole I mean whole I saw a picture the other night where the the cattle were all running mm-hmm. out ahead of the fire. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that the wind just blowing and it must be so dry and the way that I mean the area the number of acres how in the world are they ever going to get that contained and I mean whole communities are burning down. I mean it's just yeah, kind of it wasn't as bad, but it reminded me of the. <clears throat> the Hawaiian fires couple oh, yeah. when they, yeah. cause they said the winds were just so bad. They couldn't mm-hmm. said we, you know, it was 40 mile an hour winds here. Can't do anything about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, yeah. How do you, you see them coming, you know, you, they, you know, they come and tell you, get out, it's coming your way. And man, there's just nothing you can do, but get out. I mean, and stand there and watch your, everything burn down. I mean, it's just un, unbelievable, but that's just part of the, the way it is, I guess. And, the dry uh, dry conditions in Texas, wind, and then often once it gets started, and it looks like they're doing all they can to put it out. But how do you? And we've talked about it before. You know, they give a guy a shovel and say, "Go put that fire out." It's like, what? <laughs> put out a whole mm-hmm. hillside with a shovel? Yeah, uh, it, it's got to be. It's got to be a, uh, a kind of job that you got to think, man. Am I really doing any good? But I guess you are. I guess that's how they put them out. So anyway, hopefully they'll get that all taken care of. We got our Illinois Farm Bureau report coming up today. It's Friday. We'll have that from uh, Rita Frazier. We've got the markets. We've got oh, we got a lot to do. We better get started. Let's head to the newsroom. What do you got, Zach? Good morning, everyone. It is currently 37 degrees outside. Time is 5.08. Weather and sports are coming up. But first, here's what's happening now. A court employee and a police officer were fatally shot Thursday after the court process server tried to serve an eviction notice at a home in Independence, Missouri. Police say a second officer was critically injured but is expected to survive. Independence Police Chief Adam Dustman says two officers were met with gunfire while coming to the aid of Drexel Mack, the man who had been trying to serve the eviction notice. Dustman says the officers had responded to Mack's 911 call in which he said he was shot. Dustman identified the officer killed as Cody Allen. Authorities say a male suspect sustained minor injuries and is in custody. Missouri's attorney general has filed a lawsuit accusing Planned Parenthood of illegally taking minors into Kansas to obtain abortions without parental consent. 
The lawsuit filed Thursday in state district court by Republican Attorney General Andrew Bailey is based on a video from a conservative group. The lawsuit alleges that Kansas City, Missouri-based Planned Parenthood Great Plains violates Missouri law and asks the court to stop the alleged violations. It cites a video posted by a conservative group, Project Veritas, in which someone posed as someone seeking an abortion for a fictitious 13-year-old. Planned Parenthood says the video was, quote, heavily doctored and edited, and it does not provide transportation to patients. Missouri's GOP caucuses are coming up this weekend, and KTRS's Jill Enders reports on what to expect. The Missouri Republican Party will hold presidential caucuses this Saturday, giving voters their chance to weigh in on who should represent the party on the November presidential ballot. The contest is one of the last opportunities for candidates to shape the race for the GOP nomination before Super Tuesday on March 5th. The caucuses will also start the process of awarding 51 of Missouri's 54 Republican delegates to the Republican National Convention this summer. The caucuses were organized after Governor Mike Parson signed a 2022 law that canceled the planned March 12th presidential primary. Now, lawmakers have failed to reinstate the primary despite calls on both sides to do so. Jill Enders, KTRS News. Loan applications are open for licensed social equity cannabis dispensaries in Illinois. More from Jim Fairchild. The social equity program connects people and communities that have been historically impacted by arrests and imprisonment for cannabis offenses to opportunities to participate in the legal cannabis industry. Illinois Governor J.B. Prisker and the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity have announced that applications for round two of the cannabis social equity loan program are open. Through the program, $12 million is available through debt-forgivable loans fully financed by the state. Loan amounts up to $240,000 will be provided to qualified, licensed social equity dispensaries. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. Time now is 5:11. Taking a look at the KTRS forecast today. Snow flurries throughout the morning that will be moved out by about 8 a.m. this morning. Cloudy today, high of 52 degrees tonight, clear with an overnight low of 35. Warming warming up this weekend, tomorrow sunny with a high of 68 degrees. And on Sunday, sunny with a high of 75. It's currently 37 degrees outside at the Big 550 KTRS. Switching over to the sports desk, St. Louis City SC steps back into MLS play Saturday night, hosting New York City FC. Get an in-depth preview beginning tonight at 6 o'clock on the Big 550 with St. Louis Soccer Weekly. Brad Davis and City Technical Director John Hackworth are among the guests. The Blues have lost 5 of 6 as they host Minnesota on Saturday night at the Enterprise Center. This becomes a crucial matchup with a five-game road trip awaiting the note after Saturday's game. Mizzou basketball is home against Ole Miss tomorrow night. Pre-game coverage starts at 7 on your home for the Tigers, the Big 550. And number 13, Illinois, is at Wisconsin tomorrow while SLU basketball travels to Rhode Island. This is also the final weekend of the regular season for the Missouri Valley. Arch Madness tips off next Thursday here on the Big 550. That'll do it from the Sports Desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. It's another day to be thankful to be in America as the Big 550 KTRS begins another broadcast day.
514 on this first of March. Uh, just a little reminder before I forget about it, Zach. Hay auction tomorrow up at the Hamilton Hay Auction. Uh, I think there's four left. In the end of March, I think, is the last of the hay auctions uh, for the season. So if you need some hay or hay to sell, you might want to consider getting in touch with them up at the Hamilton Hay Auction. You can go to HamiltonHayAuction.com to find out. Uh, all the details, get Mike's phone number, give him a call. And if you got questions about selling or buying, Mike would be more than happy to talk to you about it. And on the topic of hay, you know, we've got the best listeners in the world, uh, Zach. All you got to do is ask and you shall receive. That's just the way this is. This mm-hmm. show's been that way forever. Um, I'm, I can't find any baling wire. I'm in a bind. Um, apparently, baling wire has become a commodity that's hard to find. So if anybody knows where there might be baling wire, for, now I can order it online, and it's like thirty. I know you know this, Zach, but some of our listeners may not. A roll of ba- uh, a roll of baling wire weighs about a hundred pounds, mm-hmm. give or right. take a few. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's about the size of a, a big shoebox. I mean, that's how and weighs a hundred pounds. Well, the baler takes two of those. You have to put two of them in there. Well. You can order it online, but they get like $30 a box to ship it because it's so heavy. Well, I'm kind of trying to, you know, kind of tight, a little cheap me. I'm trying to find it where you can go in the store and buy it and pick it up and take it home with you. I don't want to have to pay $30 a roll for shipping. So if anybody happens to know what, one, you know, if some farm store somewhere or somebody somewhere has got baling wire for sale, uh, drop us a text, 84126. You can drop me an email at... Farm guy at Juno.com. You can call McGraw's cell phone at 314. No. <laughs> I wish you would have told me. I just used my. I just used the last you, of mine yesterday. Used, used your last year yeah. bail. I wish you would have said something, yeah. but I just ran out. I, uh, I was have given it to you. Yeah. Uh, for, yeah. for a discounted price. Not for well, free, obviously. Well, of course, yeah. yeah. A discounted mm-hmm. price, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't want to pay $200 a roll for it, but <laughs> I, I know it's expensive. Most of the places that I've found it, is like one hundred twenty nine dollars a roll, but then they throw thirty bucks a, ba- a roll to ship it. All of a sudden, it's getting a little. That gets a little stout. Uh, but yeah, if you let me know where where there is, I'll send my wife to get it. She can't. <laughs> hundred pounds a box. She can't pick <laughs> it up. I can't hardly pick it up. Uh, but yeah. So anybody knows, uh, drop us a text eight. Uh, somebody text in the yard sale. There you go. I'll call in on the yard I'll sale. Say, the, you, this, you just made this the yard sale. How about that? Oh yeah. yeah. If anybody's got anything to buy or sell, eight three and three one four. What is the phone number? Three one four nine three one five eight seven seven. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boy, you can tell I've been away from the yard sale too long. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, yeah, looking for a little bit of baling wire. I could use two or four rolls. I'm just hate to get into the season, into the baling season when everybody's using it. And not be able to find it. I mean, you got to kind of have it on hand before bailing time. So looking for some bailing wire. Uh, let's see. Uh, a couple of notes coming in about the weather. Light snow falling in Warson Woods this morning. Melts on contact. Uh, another one in the 636 says no gra- snow. I guess that's snow on grassy areas and the windshield near New Melly. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, bailing wire at the Hamill Co-op. Oh, I shouldn't have said that because now everybody's going to know where it's at. Oh, I'll have to give them a call. Um, I think I know what okay. you're doing during the first break, huh? 
Yeah, I'll be con- I'll be uh, contacting the co-op. Anybody works at the Hamill Co-op, put me four rolls back. I'll be calling you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Windsor Commons. Oh, that's uh, from Pat in uh, 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 Washington Woods. 36 degrees and winds are calm coming out of there. So, uh, yeah, there could be a little light snow around the area as we get started this morning. So be careful. Let's head over to the markets yesterday. Pretty quiet. Man, we're calling it anywhere from unchanged to two cents higher in the front months. Uh, May price was down by 29 cents for the month of uh, February. Corn finished 16 cents in the red for the month as well. The average December corn price was 466 compared to 591 last year for the month of February's crop insurance calculation at 466. Uh, Algeria is in the market to buy 80,000 metric ton of corn. Iran's in the market as well. Uh, wire sources have Taiwan in the market to buy 65,000 metric ton of corn. Uh, traders looking for NAS to report 445.9 million bushels of corn used for ethanol in the monthly grain crush report. That would be up 1.1% if that number is realized in the report. March corn closed at 415, up two and a half yesterday. May at 429, up a penny. Uh, September was at 450. That was up about a quarter cent. Over on the overnight trade, we're fractionally higher. March is up three quarters at 416 off a high of 418. May at 429, that's a quarter cent higher. September at 450, up a half. And December trading at 463, that's up a half, about two off of the overnight high. Over on the soybeans, yeah, they were down anywhere from one to five cents across the front months yesterday. May contract finished the session 92 cents weaker for the month of February. November futures were also 66 cents lower on the month. The average November close for the month was 11.57 for the crop insurance calculation. Soy meal futures were 40 cents to $2 a ton stronger on the day. Um, soy oil futures closed today 2 to 4 points higher, but still a net 133 points weaker for the month of February. March beans closed at 11.28 down a nickel. Uh, May was down four at eleven forty. November beans at eleven thirty three, down one and three quarters. Over on the overnight trade, we're seeing some nice gains in the nearby March contract at eleven forty one. That's up thirteen. May's at eleven forty seven, up six. November new crop up five at eleven thirty nine, and January at eleven forty eight. That's up five and a half cents a bushel. You want to trade way out? November twenty twenty six, just around the corner. $11 even yesterday. That was down two and a half cents a bushel. Overall in the wheat trade, we were higher in the nearby yesterday with the March up six at 577. July was at 579, up three quarters. And we were coming in a little bit lower overnight. May is down one at 575. July new crop at 577, down two. December trading at 599, not able to hold on to that $6 mark. Down two cents. It was at 601. At one point, just couldn't hold on. Coming up to 522 on this Friday morning, 1st of March. A little weather around the area. Nothing to be overly concerned about, but be careful as you head out. We'll take a quick break. Take a look at the livestock and that forecast for the weekend right after this. Hi, it's the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael. I want to first thank all of the wonderful listeners for allowing me to help them with their important Medicare decisions. If you are approaching 65 or retiring soon... I will help you figure out what to do and when to do it. I am fully aware of the endless literature, calls, and TV commercials people are bombarded with every day. 
I can help you navigate the Medicare maze with easy-to-understand and accurate info. If you are currently on a Medicare plan, do not hesitate to reach out if you want to compare and make sure you have the right plan for your needs. Many are unaware there are often enrollment periods other times of the year you can possibly take advantage of. If you need help, call me, the Medicare man, Ryan Raphael, at 314-368-6808 or visit MedicareManSTL.com, 314-368-6808. 523 on this Friday morning. Well, you're waking up to the little bit of weather outside. Maybe it's a little chilly in the house, and you're thinking, oh, my God, the furnace went out. Who are you going to call? You're on the Illinois side of the river. Call my cousin Don Viviano at Viviano Heating and Air. They'll do you a good job, and they'll get there as quick as they can. Maybe you're thinking about a whole new system. Give them a call. They're train specialists. Yeah, you know the saying, it's hard to stop a train. Don Viviano and his crew, they work on all makes and models, but they are trained specialists, and that's the systems that they install, and the energy efficiency of these new units is just unbelievable. Go to the website, vivianoair.com. is a great place to start. While you're there, sign up for the maintenance program. They'd be calling you here in the next couple of weeks saying, hey, it's almost spring. We need to come check out your air conditioner. They come by twice a year, spring and fall. Check out the system and make sure that you are good to go for the upcoming season. Do it today. Check it all out at vivianoair.com. That's vivianoair.com. I just had the best vacuum system on the market installed in my home. Hi, everybody. McGraw-Millhaven here. A Beam Central Vac. A Beam Central Vac has an industrial-strength motor with a dirt canister that removes all the dirt and dust from your living space with amazing suction. It installs in any home, new or old, in usually less than a day. And a Beam cleans all surfaces, carpets, hardwoods, tiles, even the fireplace. For a no-obligation estimate, 314-567-1515 or BeamSTL.com. You'll thank me later. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Coming up on 524, we'll have that forecast for you in just a minute. Let's run over to the livestock trade. Not a good day of trading in the cattle. We were 60 to 95 cents lower. Uh, April still up by 465 for the month, however. February cattle expired at 184. Uh, feeder cattle were down triple digits on the last trading day of the month. April was still 757 higher for the month. USDA had Thursday's cash trade in at 181 to 184, citing the bulk of the action at 183. USDA's box beef prices were stronger on Thursday. Uh, choice increased 117. Selects were up 124. Numbers for the week so far, 495,000 head through Thursday, which compares to 472 last week and 499 uh, during the same week last year. So we're still running a little bit behind on numbers from last year. April cattle closed at 185.35, down 77. June closed at 181.22, down 95. August at 180.70, down 60. March feeder cattle closed at uh, 249, down 60 in the April cattle. Uh, feeders at 253.72, down 137. It's almost 526. Let's head over to the weather desk, Zach. There's all kind of stuff going on out there. Nothing nothing really serious, but, yeah, it's kind of a little rain, a little snow. What do you got? Yeah, it just kind of depends on where you're at, and there's uh, going to be rain, sleet, snow moving through the area. We are at 36 degrees outside right now. Chance of snow flurries until about 7 a.m., 
Then it's going to move to rain until about 9 a.m. this morning. And then by this afternoon, it's going to be mostly cloudy, warming up to 51 degrees today, clearing overnight tonight with a low of 37. For the weekend, it's going to warm up 68 and sunny on Saturday with a low of 51 degrees on Saturday night and warming up to 75 and sunny on Sunday. We are showing it's going to be windy Sunday afternoon. Right now they're calling for wind gusts up to 20, 25 miles an hour on Sunday. Low Sunday night of 59 degrees. Looking into next week, looks like we're going to get lots of rain showers next week. Rain likely throughout the day on Monday. Still warming up to 76 degrees the high. Thunderstorms likely on Monday night heading into Tuesday with a low of 52 degrees on Monday night. Again, chances some showers. Rain and thunderstorms likely on Tuesday morning. Partly sunny by the afternoon. 64 degrees the high on Tuesday with a low of 38 Tuesday night. Sunny on Wednesday, though, with a high of 60 degrees. Chance of showers, though, Wednesday night and into Thursday morning. Low of 40 degrees on Wednesday night and on Thursday. Again, chance of showers Thursday morning with sun by the afternoon and a high of 60. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Zach, you see the text line? If I wonder if some people are shoveling. If there's anybody out there. Oh, here we go. If there's anybody out there that got the shovel out, I don't care how much you shoveled. But if you shoveled, I win the bet. Mm-hmm. I said we'd Nobody's, shovel before we mowed. Nobody I was shoveling. right. Somebody's got to no, be shoveling. Somebody's got to be shoveling. No, and it's not. It can't be you at six oh one going out there and just shoveling just cause. Pam, go shovel the yeah. side. Mm-hmm. Pam's going out to shovel right uh-huh. now. I uh-huh. won the bet. I won the bet. I told you we'd shovel before we mowed. Yeah. Uh-huh. I win. Pay up, Bucko. All right, there you go. I'm showing thirty three degrees here. In there's snow. Where where was that at? California. Where they're getting twelve feet of snow. Uh, or something? Yeah, I think the yeah the, the Sierra upper. Nevadas and stuff are supposed to be yeah. getting uh, pretty uh, several yeah, feet of snow. Twelve feet of mm-hmm. snow. Mm-hmm. Twelve feet. Do they close school when they have twelve feet of snow? I don't know. Only if you have to walk uphill both ways. Well, yeah, back in the forties. Uh, <laughs> wind coming in out of the out of the east at one mile an hour. Humidity at seventy nine percent. Visibility is at a half a mile. Yeah, there's something going on out there. I bet people are shoveling. They're shoveling, trust me. Sun up at 6.30 and sun down at 5.53. Wait a minute. I'm shoveling for the last 10 minutes. Rick. Ha! I don't Pay believe up. you, Rick. I don't believe Rick, you. You don't trust. You do not believe the listeners. The listeners are always. There's two <laughs> things. There's three things you don't do. You don't spit in the wind. Mm-hmm. You don't I'm doubt t- the Internet. Oh, mm-hmm. And you don't doubt the text line. Mm. That's three things you just don't do. There you, and you don't tug on Superman's cape, cape either. There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right. It's coming up on five. Now that we've totally run out of time, we are coming up on the bottom of the hour for the news. We'll take a break for that. We've got our Illinois Farm Bureau report. So much yet to do and so little time left. We'll be right back after the break. With an operating note, you know, dealing with livestock, a lot of people don't like to do that. You're trying to invest in cattle but you're not going to get your return out of that for months down the road. So farm credit understanding that, and that's real beneficial to help us grow. Craig Hilsman, I've been a member since 2021, and we raise registered Hereford cattle. The process actually was really smooth. It just seemed very natural as far as the information that was asked. And farm credit, they know where your end is, so they know how to help you get there, what steps you have to take to do that, and it just kind of makes it easy, very personable, Um, and they want us to succeed, and uh, we're poised to take advantages of opportunities that come up. 
that maybe before was dictated by what our cash flow was at that time. You know, those kind of things that are unique to the livestock industry or farming both. Farm Credit understood better because it's right at the heart of what they do. So it just seemed like a natural fit. ABC News, I'm Brian Clark in Moscow. Mourners chanting Alexei Navalny's name outside the funeral for the prominent critic of Vladimir Putin who died two weeks ago in a penal colony. Congress continues to hold up additional military aid for Ukraine amid its war with Russia, but there will not be a government shutdown, at least for another week. It's good we're not shutting down. And now let us finish the job of funding the government so we don't have to do this again. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer after the Senate passed another short-term spending agreement. There's a conference today in Florida regarding a trial date for former President Trump's classified documents case. He wants it delayed until after the election. Special Counsel Jack Smith wants a July date. Largest wildfire in Texas history continues to burn in the panhandle. It's being blamed for two deaths. And Yosemite National Park closed overnight. Parts of the Sierra Nevadas could see up to 12 feet of snow. This is ABC News. Thirty-six degrees outside at 531. I'm Zach Binding, KTRS News. A police officer and court employee were killed by gunfire while trying to serve an eviction notice yesterday at a home in Independence, Missouri. Independence Police Chief Adam Dustman had this to say. Our thoughts and prayers are with all of the families and this entire community that has been devastated again by this senseless tragedy. Subject was taken into custody. The victims have been identified as Drexel Mack and Officer Cody Allen. Missouri Republicans are trying to remove a man associated with the Ku Klux Klan from their party's ticket. Southwestern Missouri man Daryl Leon McClanahan is a long shot candidate in the GOP primary to replace Governor Mike Parson. McClanahan has previously described himself as, quote, pro white. Is disputes being a member of the Ku Klux Klan, but he says he was given an honorary one-year membership. The GOP party is refunding McClanahan's candidate filing fee and asking him to voluntarily withdraw from the ballot. If McClanahan doesn't withdraw, the Secretary of State's office says it will take a court order to keep him off of the ballot. U.S. Senator Josh Hawley has secured a vote on his legislation to reauthorize the Radiation Exposure Compensation Act next week. Hawley's legislation would reauthorize the RECA, R-E-C-A, which is set to expire this spring and compensate victims of radioactive waste in the St. Louis and St. Charles region. Hawley says without his critical funding, American victims of government-caused radiation will be denied the compensation they need to treat diseases and cancers caused by the federal government's nuclear waste. Missouri residents could see roughly $138 million tax break under legislation intended to offset a surge in local property tax collections caused by higher vehicle values. Details from KTRS's Jim Fairchild. The state house overwhelmingly passed the legislation Thursday, sending it to the Senate. Missouri is among several states considering property tax cuts this year. Typically, the assessed value of vehicles declines as they get older, but used vehicle values surge during the coronavirus pandemic, resulting in higher tax bills for many people. The bill sponsor says that the bill is intended to return part of the tax windfall by changing how vehicle values are calculated for taxes. Jim Fairchild, KTRS News. It's uh, 36 degrees outside at 534. I'm Zach Binding, KTRS News. 
Are you living with joint pain? Living with chronic or severe hip or knee pain should not mean giving up the things you love. Pain from arthritis and joint degeneration can be constant or come and go. It's common for patients to try medication and other conservative treatments to treat their knee or hip pain. If you haven't experienced adequate relief with those treatment options, you may be a candidate for a Mako Smart Robotics partial or total knee or hip replacement, which may provide you with relief from your joint pain. Signature Orthopedics Dr. Christopher Palmer specializes in robotic hip and knee replacements using a minimally invasive technology to provide patients with relief from arthritis and joint pain. Less invasive means less painful and faster recovery times. Learn more at drpalmerortho.com. You don't have to live with joint pain. Go to drpalmerortho.com to learn more and schedule your appointment and get back to the things you love. 535, well, are you a farmer or a farm family member in need of some support to help you get through the day? The ag industry faces these pressures each and every season, and we're going into the planting season, and, yeah, the bills are coming in. You're feeling overwhelmed, feeling hopeless, feel like you just can't get through the day and you need someone to help you get through. There is help. You can call or text the helpline, the Farm Family Resource Initiative helpline, that is, at 833-FARM. SOS. You'll receive confidential support from experts who understand the pressure of grain and livestock farming. There's no cost to call. You can call them today. Everyone needs someone to talk to. And as I said, if you're a farmer or a farm family member in need of some support to help you get through the day, get to the next step, call the helpline today. 833-FARM-SOS. It's 833-327-6767. Six seven brought to you by the Farm Family Resource Initiative in partnership with SIU Medicine. When you go and get your car washed, do you really care which car wash you go to? Yes, because not all car washes are created equal. Country Club Car Wash is the local family-owned and family-operated car wash since 1989. All these other ones that are popping up, they're all run by out-of-town hedge funds. Keep it local. Keep it great. Touchless car washes, no brushes, inside and out. Five area locations, Country Club Car Wash, or cccwstl.com. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 537 on this Friday morning, 1st of March. Getting a few more comments on the text line. Uh, we were talking about needing baling wire, looking to trying to find some baling wire. Uh, Cynthia and Gary, they uh, sent in a note, said, try tractor supply in Belleville. Nope. They no got. Uh, done been there. Done that. Uh, small crusting of snow sleet combination on the sidewalk going out to the truck in New Baden this morning. Uh, another one we were talking about shoveling. One of our textures says if anyone is shoveling, they need to text in a photo to prove it. Hold on to your money, Zach. No, just pay up, Zach. I know there's somebody. I'll leave it in your. Uh, I'll leave it in your mailbox in here mailbox. at the station, so you can get <laughs> yeah. it. You can get it at Christmas time. And yeah, leave I'll, yeah, I'll get it when I get my Christmas cards. Uh-huh. I'll pick it up. Six one eight said we brushed snow snow and ice off the windshield in rural Waterloo this morning. Hmm. Another one of our textures says it sounds like someone's shoveling something mm-hmm. right now. I agree. What's he, what, what are they? What are they? What are they implying there? Mm. What are they implying? You'll get it know. one day. I'll pick. Uh, I'm not picking up on what they're <laughs> dropping there. I don't. I don't get it. 
I just don't get it. Ah, uh, it's five thirty-eight. Zach, give me a forecast. Thirty-six degrees outside right now. There is some rain, sleet, snow flurries moving through the area. We see that snow until about 7 a.m. this morning. Then it's going to warm up and could see some rainfall until about 9 a.m. this morning. It's going to be cloudy by this afternoon, high of 51 degrees today, but clearing out overnight tonight with a low of 37. Warming up for the weekend, Saturday sunny with a high of 68 degrees and clear Saturday night with a low of 50. Sunday, it's going to be high of 76 degrees and plenty of sun. Wind gusts on Sunday as high as 25 miles an hour. Partly cloudy Sunday night with a low of 59 degrees. Looking ahead into next week, rain showers expected throughout the day on Monday. High of 76 degrees. Could see some thunderstorms late Monday night as we head into Tuesday morning. Chance of showers Tuesday morning as well before noon and then partly sunny by the afternoon. High of 64 degrees on Tuesday. Partly cloudy Tuesday night with a low of 38 degrees. Sunny on Wednesday with a high of 59 and on Thursday, chance of showers in the morning, partly sunny by the afternoon, and a high of 60. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. All right, thanks, Zach. I'm showing 33 degrees here in rural Belleville. I don't know if there's anything. If it's, It was raining when I came down here a little while ago, but I don't know if it's doing anything out there right now. Winds are coming in out of the southwest at 2 miles an hour. Visibility's at 3 miles now. It was a half a mile, so it's gotten better. Uh, humidity at 89%. Sun up at 6.30 and sundown this afternoon at 5.53. We were talking about the um, fires in Texas. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey, uh, he kind of recaps the uh, wildfire activity as of yesterday afternoon, and it doesn't sound like things are getting any better. During the extreme heat and wind of Monday and Tuesday of this week, we saw a number of grass fires and wildfires develop across North Texas. And the largest five of those fires have burned more than one million acres of vegetation, mostly grassland in the Texas panhandle. Most of the fires have been burning in the Canadian River Basin and just a handful of fires burning in the Red River Valley, which eventually moves eastward to serve as the border along the Oklahoma-Texas line. A couple of fires have burned out of Texas and into western Oklahoma and have become multi-state events. The largest active fire is the Smokehouse Creek Fire. That's one of the Canadian River Valley fires, and it has burned an incredible 850,000 acres, and in doing so, has become the second largest wildfire in Texas state history. Most of that fortunately burning across open country, but unfortunately, we have heard reports of at least one fatality and also some livestock being killed by the fast-moving flames. I think we heard overnight they've updated that now. Didn't we hear in the National News Act where they said, to, I think there's been two uh, fatalities due to the fire. Um, yeah, that one fire that uh, he was talking about, that Smokehouse Creek fire, has burned through 1,700 square miles. 1,700 square miles. That's even, yeah, that's just hard to that's hard wrap to your head around. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's just like. We don't realize how big 1,700 square mm-hmm. miles. I mean, that's a big patch of ground. That is a big patch of ground. Well, hopefully they'll get that thing put out. 540, almost 542. We'll take a break. We'll have our Illinois Farm Bureau report right after this. 
Here's our story. Tony and Denise, brother and sister team, born and raised in good old St. Louis, started in 2009. More like 1959. Started our business in 2009 with the idea of buying in bulk in order to save you money. Our sales staff will educate you on products and features that are most important to you. We can offer top brands like GE at the lowest price every day. Come by and visit any of our four showrooms or shop us online at theappliancediscounters.com where our Our savings savings are your savings. savings. Are you worried about your budget for your new kitchen or bathroom? Call me, Anne-Marie Bogus, the co-host of the Inside Out Show on the Big 550 and owner and designer of Anne-Marie Design Studio. Visit our website, annemariestudio.com, where you can use our budget calculator tool to see a preliminary breakdown for your project. See how we can transform your old drab kitchen or bath into the envy of your neighborhood at Anne-Marie Design Studio in Wildwood. Visit our website, annemariestudio.com. I'm Bob Hartcastle. Listen to my Money Talk radio program every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. on the Big 550, where we discuss your money in an easy-to-understand manner. We have interesting guests, chat about money. We try to help you feel more comfortable with your money by talking about the investment market. Join me. I'm Bob Hartcastle. Money Talk, Sunday morning at 8 on the Big 550 KTRS. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Hello from the Illinois Farm Bureau in Bloomington. I'm Rita Frazier with the RFD Radio Network. We're getting an update from Mark Gebhardt, Chief Strategy Officer with IFB, working on the organizational member strategy, looking at getting member and non-member input on how to make the Farm Bureau better. Surveys of members and non-members have gone out, and according to Mark, now it's about analyzing the data. A lot of data collection. We're analyzing that now. We are going to create subcommittees. We have our advisory committee that President Gebert appointed when he was in office. That's comprised of Farm Bureau managers, County Farm Bureau presidents, and members of our board of directors of the IAA, along with a couple of young leaders. In addition to that, what we want to do is break down into three, at least three, subcommittee categories. So membership and kind of that process and how we continue to function there, programs and services, and then County Farm Bureau stability, finances, again, making sure we have the resources in place to deliver what we want to deliver out in the countryside. With respect to the timeline, the goal that I have is, again, get all of this analyzed, let the subcommittee work, come up with some recommendations that we can take to the board of and hopefully sometime early summer, mid-summer, look at the possibility of a, a couple of pilot programs. I don't know what those pilots will be yet or how we will go forward or where we will go forward. You mentioned data, uh, digesting. You know, how, how do you go through all the information that you guys have compiled? Yeah, so thankfully we have some folks here, staff team, if you will, that are the, I call them the survey experts, but um, they will do a lot of the data analysis for us. So we can do this in-house, again, with the number that not only surveys returned, but we also went out to the Young Leaders Conference, the Governmental Affairs Leadership Conference, conducted listening sessions. 
We've been to other ag organizations' meetings, Grain and Feed Association, Fertilizer and Chemical, Pork, Beef, you name it. We've tried to get out and interact not only with members but with non-members as well and get some feedback from them. So a lot of folks are working on this. I'm, I'm fortunate to have a, a committed staff team here in the building and then, of course, the resources in-house to be able to analyze the data and come up with what this feedback is really telling us. One other thing that we did that I want to mention, and I also want to give a huge thank you to this group, are our county Farm Bureau managers. We sent a very detailed survey out to them, asking them to really provide a lot of input on how they spend their day, what would they do differently if they had more time, more money, and we received some really, really valuable input. So all of this is invaluable. Again, a huge thank you. By far, the majority of our, our managers all responded to that survey. So I'm very much indebted to them for providing us some really good information. As you have gone through this process, even me, you know, listening to, to these reports, you know, it's kind of gone from like the unknown to this is a healthy organization that's willing uh, to go through such a process. Well, I think that's a great point. And, and really one of the things when people ask me, how is the OMS project going? The first thing I say is we have cleared a tremendous hurdle in the fact that people are willing to say, yes, we need to think about change. That change varies dramatically with a lot of people. We are a tremendously diverse organization from north to south, east to west. Our county farm bureaus have a tremendous amount of diversity. That is a strength, but it also presents challenges when you think about how do we do change. What I mean by that is I do not see a one-size-fits-all. I see a lot of variance. That may be regionally. That may break down to county. Are you up in the suburbs of Chicago? How does local government issues up there? impact you versus Southern Illinois. So there is no one size fits all. There's no one answer. There's no template, in my opinion, that you roll out and say, okay, here's what we're going to do for the next 10 or 15 years, whatever it is. That's why I think the pilots are very important to test some things, see what does work. We may see some other parts of the state say, okay, we'd like to try something similar, but we want to tweak it this way, whatever it might be. So It has opened up my eyes that people are at least willing to say, yes, let's look at change. Chief Strategy Officer for the Illinois Farm Bureau, Mark Gebhartz. Here's what Illinois farmer John Griffel has to say about farmweeknow.com. Well, it gives you a whole wealth of data. You can go through and look at your markets in your local areas. You can look at the weather for your area. The wealth of information on there is pretty exceptional. I look mainly for ease of use, and it's very easy to use. It's very straightforward, very understandable. I have three minutes while the feeder's rolling. I can look and look through those options and just keep up to date with a couple minutes a day. Farmweeknow.com. All ag, all Illinois, all you need. 548 on this uh, Friday morning. Thanks, Rita, for that report. As always, great job. Let's run over to Wall Street and see what they got going on overnight. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The stock market has wrapped up its fourth consecutive month of advances with solid gains for the major indexes. The Dow Jones picked up 47 points yesterday, not quite enough to close at 39,000. The S&P and the Nasdaq ended Thursday at record highs, surging ahead half a percent and nine-tenths of one percent, respectively. It's another setback for would-be home buyers. The average 30-year mortgage is higher for the fourth straight week, up to 6.94%. The rate is now just below its highest level since mid-December. The rate increases took a toll on home sales. Contract signings were down nearly 5% in January. If you get your news from Facebook, you'll need to find a new outlet. 
Meta announced yesterday that it's removing a Facebook section dedicated to news articles in the United States and Australia. A corporate blog post says Meta customers tell them they're more interested in short-form TikTok-style videos than news feeds. Jim Ryan, ABC News. So we'll keep an eye on that market as things get back to uh, action today. Uh, real quick here, just taking a look at the hay auction. I talked about the hay auction up at Hamilton. Uh, gets underway uh, to, or tomorrow, and uh, let's see here a recap of last week's auction. They had about 500. These are the small square bales now. About 500 bales of alfalfa brought 680 to 1210. That 1210 was, well, there was about 100 of those bales. And, uh, boy, some really pretty green alfalfa hay brought up to that 1210. Mixed grass, uh, five, 450 of those brought 470 to $9 a bale. Straw, 210 to 380 A lot of, lot of straw yet last week. There was about 600 bales of it. Alfalfa grass hay, 300 bales of that at 480 to 1180. Still good demand for that. Real good alfalfa cross grass, uh, small squares. Horse people really like that. Over on the round bales, they had 175 bales of mixed grass all over the board at 33 to 103. And there again, a lot doing with how it was put up and whether it was stored inside or not. Uh, alfalfa archard, 81 to 107. Some straw at 19 to 37. Over on the big 3 by 3 by 8s alfalfa 76 to $131 a bale. I believe there was like 40 bales in one load of some really nice alfalfa brought 131. Archer grass by at $100 a bale. Alfalfa grass at 93 to 132. And some mixed grass at 55 to 93. And once again, the hay auction gets underway tomorrow morning at 11 up in uh, Bethalto, Illinois. Go to HamiltonHayAuction.com if you need more information. 551, time to head back over to the weather desk. What do you got, Zach? Still holding it. <clears throat> excuse me. Still holding it. 36 degrees outside right now. Snow flurries, sleet, some flur- uh, rain showers moving through the area as well this morning. It'll be moved out by about mid to late morning. It's going to be mostly cloudy by the afternoon, high of 51 degrees, mostly clear overnight tonight with a low of 37. Warming up this weekend, Saturday, sunny, high of 68 degrees, clear Saturday night with a low of 51, 76 and sunny on Sunday. It's going to be windy as well. Wind gusts could get up to 30 miles an hour on Sunday. Partly cloudy Sunday night with a low of 59 degrees. Rain showers expected throughout the day on Monday. Again, high of 76 degrees. Thunderstorms could happen on Monday night into Tuesday morning with a low of 52 degrees. Rain showers likely Tuesday morning as well. Partly sunny by the afternoon with a high of 64 degrees. Partly cloudy Tuesday night with a low of 38. Sun comes out on Wednesday, though, with a high of 59 degrees and could see rain showers again on Thursday. Sunny by the afternoon, though, on Thursday with a high of 60 degrees. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. All right. Thanks, Zach. 33 degrees here in rural Belleville, as we said earlier. A little rain, a little sleet, snow, combination around the area. Uh, Winds are coming in out of the uh, southwest at 2 miles an hour. Humidity is at 89 Dew points at 30, visibility is up to 3 miles, sun up at 6.30 and sundown this afternoon at 5.53. Well, I've been telling you for several months now about our friends up at Viviano Heating and Air. Yep, we're cousins. I guarantee you they'll do you a good job. Your furnace isn't working. You know the air conditioner doesn't work. You, you shut it off last year knowing it didn't work. 
Why don't you give them a call? Let them get out there now. Let them get it fixed and get you up and running for the summer season. Why don't you do it today? Check it out at VivianoAir.com. Great place to start. They only operate on the Illinois side of the river. And uh, that means there's trucks in our neighborhood. I see them running all around Belleville all the time. Viviano Heating and Air. VivianoAir.com is the website. That's VivianoAir.com. The countdown to wall-to-wall Arch Madness Tournament action is on. Here's Cadell for three. Got it! And it's brought to you in part by Aldon. Your indoor air quality specialists. Chicken and pickle in St. Charles. Good food, good friends, great fun. And Leasy Lumber Company, the best of woods. Got it, the buzzer! The Bridge Bulldogs winning in overtime. Exclusively heard on the Big 550 KTRS. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code RADIO for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's promo code RADIO. Since 1884, February is the month which we recognize the contributions of the professionals who represent taxpayers. Hi, I'm Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor at Apple Advisor Group and the author of the number one best-selling book on taxes, Keep What's Yours. Since 1976, Capital Advisor Group has been representing and saving our clients money year after year. Give us a call at 636-394-5524 or you can visit us on the web at capitaladvisorygrp.com. Hello, is this the talkback show? No, you've got the yard sale. Well, this is Evolve Sanford call. Am I on there? You sure are, Mr. Sanford. Good. I want to make a comment about that guy that called about the factory. Right. Selling real estate is a no-no on the show. I would do all that I could to encourage more trade in the area. That's exactly what the yarders do. Trade, buy, and sell. That's all I want to say. Thank you very much. Ouch, he didn't play very nice in the sandbox. The Yard Sale, brought to you by Walter Knoll Florist. Saturday morning, 7 to 9. What's the number of that station? The Big 550 KTRS. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Coming up on 556, got a couple of text messages real quick here. What was the reason for the jump in gas prices by 50 cents overnight? What? Uh-oh. 50 I, didn't, cent jump. I didn't pay attention coming in this morning. Uh, are you one that pays attention? Yeah. Or not? You just, well, you, you usually you just, gas, not you at, just, <clears throat> just not at 4 o'clock in the 4 morning. 4 o'clock in the morning, yeah. yeah. But when you need gas, do you just go, you, you know, I guarantee you, if I asked my wife what the price of gas was, I bet she couldn't get within a couple dollars a right. What is it in uh, Illinois right now where you're at? Uh, well, it was 330-something, I think, yesterday. 338 or something. Well, somebody says it went up 50 cents overnight. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's a 618 number, so uh must be on the Illinois side. I'm wondering if it's the summer blend deal. Yeah, I don't know. First of the month. Could have switched over to summer blend. You know, and they keep saying, oh, well, it costs more to make the summer blend. I don't know exactly there again why, but it might be what it's about. Or did they blow some oil field up overnight? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Uh, one of the other textures three and four. Did you guys see the video of the law office, law enforcement officer flipping that large bale of hay that was partially blocking the road? I did Saw see it on that. Channel five. Yeah, I didn't see it. Yeah, it was a Missouri Highway Patrol flipped a bale of hay over. It was on the off, road. Yeah, it was half half on the road. So he did a little deadlift on it and got it off the road. 
I'll be honored. Could you tell what kind of hay it was? Maybe I could go get it. I could use a bale of hay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to do that when they would do traffic. There was always a ladder in the road. You know, you always hear mm-hmm. there's a ladder blocking two lanes on 270. And I always thought, man, I could go You're get a ladder. Her, yeah. I could go pick up a ladder. It'd be a good deal. Uh, let's see here. Only seen one gas station the day before was was 328 and today it is uh, 374 i'll be darned i don't know mm, it was 295 at my house yesterday but again i didn't, didn't look yeah yeah, yeah i had to rub that in a little bit yeah thanks uh we're out of here believe it or not mcgraw's in the wings he's getting ready to go we'll be uh, around for the weekend and back in bright and early monday morning be careful out there The most anticipated electric vehicle, the one that has never been built, promised for more than a decade, was to be transformative to the entire industry, is officially dead, a victim of good old-fashioned American rebellion. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by Incogni.com. Scrub your personal data from the web the easy way. Get 60% off at Incogni.com with code Kim60. In America, we don't like being pushed around, forced by the government to accept its way of thinking. Government pressure always leads to a backlash. Just look at the tens of thousands of brand new EVs piled up on dealers' lots across the country. Even with slashed prices, they're not selling because we just don't want them. Ford is losing $5 billion a year on its EVs. So after the years of R&D and the hiring of thousands, Apple bigwigs have canceled their not-so-secret EV, Project Titan. And the money that was pouring into it will now be directed to... Wait for it. Artificial intelligence. Get my free newsletter at getkim.com.